Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for June 9th is Proverbs chapters 19 through 21. We're beginning today with 19.1. Better a poor person who lives with integrity than someone who has deceitful lips and is a fool. It's better to be poor and integrous than rich and not integrous let me ask you a question what can you take with you into the next life when you die what can you take with you when you leave this world it's certainly not riches oh but it is memory and it is character all of those intangible things, you know, they say a true test of character is how you behave when no one's watching. And you can take that with you into the next life, your character, your integrity, your desire to do good. But if you're deceitful, if you're a cheat, you can take those qualities as well but not what you gained by them in this life. Verse 3 says, A person's own foolishness leads him astray, yet his heart rages against Yahweh, against God. Isn't that true? We get mad at God when things don't go our way. And it's our own foolishness that leads us astray. Why? Because we all want the very same things. All humans want the same thing. We need to feel safe. We need a place to sleep. We need food and clothes. We need rest. And then we begin longing for safety, physical safety. And once the physical safety is met, we want emotional safety. We want friends and loved ones. We need people to accept us for who we are. And then we start seeking those higher things in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like significance, self-actualization, the feeling of having given back, of feeling important, of feeling proud of one's self. We need those things emotionally. And God has given us a framework on how to attain those things. But we often, in our sin, don't want to follow God's framework. We want to do it our way. We want to take shortcuts. And it doesn't work. God says there are no shortcuts in the kingdom of heaven. There's only one way to access all of these emotional needs there's only one way to become truly successful in a lasting way spiritually emotionally and it's through seeking him it's through coming to god and saying you are right i am wrong help me god help me help me be like you 
Take these negative things away from me. I don't like my sin. Take it from me, please. Set me free from this sin, these things that enslave me, that bind me, that keep me from serving you. Set me free from selfishness. These irrational thoughts of taking shortcuts. God, help me. Verse 8, the one who acquires good sense loves himself. One who safeguards understanding finds success. The one who loves himself, it's because he's willing to sacrifice for his future. The wise one of all of us is the one who can thank his past self. Thank you for putting in that hard work. Look, I'm a better man now. I'm a better person now. It's delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. It's a modern day term, but it's a biblical concept. Verse 10 says, Luxury is not appropriate for a fool. And the reason for that is because the fool won't earn the luxury. He won't appreciate it. He can't steward well what he doesn't respect. God is looking for faithful stewards. Can God trust you with more? Can he trust me with more? Something we should ask. We should pray, God, can you trust me with more? Maybe I don't have more wealth, friends, resources, time, because I'm not going to steward it well. God, help me to be a better steward. Verse 17, kindness to the poor is a loan to Yahweh. He will reward the lender. Verse 21, many plans are in a person's heart, but Yahweh's decree will prevail. He is sovereign. Verse 20, chapter 20, verse 1, wine is a mocker, beer is a brawler, a fighter. Whoever goes astray because of them is not wise. Goes astray could also be translated as staggers. Whoever is staggering around because of wine and or beer is not wise. We would say that's common sense. Verse 3. Honor belongs to the person who ends a dispute, but any fool can get himself into a quarrel. Reminded me of the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Verse 24. Even a courageous person's steps are determined by Yahweh. So how can anyone understand his own way? We understand and we know that God is sovereign. We only have control over one thing, ultimately. We have control over our desire, over our heart attitude. What is it that we really want? If we want God, we can have him. 
if we want success apart from God, eh, we might be able to get it, but only if he allows it. Everything we do comes through or up against God's sovereignty. Chapter 21, verse 1. A king's heart is like a water course in the hands of Yahweh. He directs it wherever he chooses. This is why it's so important for us to be humble. He's the one in control. He's the one in charge. It is his world. Verse 13, the one who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will himself also call out and not be answered. That reap what you sow, rearing its head again, that law of reciprocity, you get back what you give. Jesus said the measure you use will be used against you as well. thought verse 16 was interesting. The person who strays from the way of prudence will come to rest in the assembly of the departed spirits. Departed spirits could also be translated the sunken ones, referring to those in the underworld, the place of the dead, often called Sheol. Verse 30 says, No wisdom, no understanding, and no counsel will prevail against Yahweh. A horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from Yahweh. There is no victory apart from him. We cannot stand against him. We cannot plan against him. We cannot surprise him. But he is so willing to accept us, to forgive us, and to prosper us when we come to him with the right attitude. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. We'll see you tomorrow.